care to listen. I found myself in a shit position. The man that I love sat me down last night and told me it was over. Dumb decision. <laughs> Welcome to Unhinged Therapy. Oh my god. Coming in hot this week. Yeah, we are. Too. Happy Thursday. It will be Tuesday. <laughs> We're recording it's Thursday, but it'll be Tuesday when it's released when for your ears to listen to it. <laughs> so what do we think about the first week? I mean, I know you guys can't answer, but if you want to... Oh, what I wanted to add to last week's podcast is we made an email. So if you have we any did. questions, inquiries, have any topics you want to discuss, any questions, you can email us at unhingedtherapy.com. 112 at gmail.com. I love that. Yeah. 112, baby. 112. <laughs> the day we started the podcast. Yes. So we'll never forget. Because <laughs> I'm a little forgetful. Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm forgetful. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, how was your week, Bray? Any updates? Any news? Anything you want to share? Um, our girls so I had a little bit of a productive week. You know, I had Tell a, us all about it. I had a rough start to the week. You know, had a little falling out with someone very important in my life yeah. um but then also very big week I told all of my boyfriends I don't have a lot of boyfriends I was talking to two guys and I said to them um to be completely honest my life is a shit show when it's really not I'm just readjusting my life to me and what I want as you should and I was like I am not in a place to you know put myself in a position to worry about someone other than myself. And that can sound selfish, but it's also just me getting used to a new schedule. I yeah. just started a new job this week, you know, yeah, big It's definitely moves. not selfish. It's looking out for yourself and like taking care of yourself. So yeah. don't feel like selfish. Yeah. Sometimes you need to be selfish though in order to take care of yourself. Exactly. So good job. Very Thank proud you. of you. Thank you so much. But yeah, that's been my week. You know, it's been very busy, but new job. Productive. Love that. Release yes. of a podcast. You're like a girl boss. Oh, thank you. And we are so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Danielle? What's been cooking? Uh, literally nothing. I <laughs> actually, I have some exciting news. I am going to California in almost a week and a half, kind of early February. And your girl is going to the Grammys. Shit. I know. I'm so excited. So that was like something that pepped me up on Friday. Because I went out and like we were just kind of sitting there like, ugh, like this sucks. Like we didn't really want to do anything. But we're like, we have to go out. Like we just have to do something. And we're literally sitting there in silence. And then I found out the news and I literally cried. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) So that is so exciting. Nothing crazy happened when I went out. Nothing crazy. Sorry, I tried for the pod to get was, some content. The goal was for you or Molly. Molly to make out with someone. You know, we we didn't even get close <laughs> to it. We did try. We talked to these men, but they were like 22, which is fine. But I don't know. It was entertaining for sure. Like, it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. I, was, I didn't go home. Like, that sucked. Like, I went home. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's fine. I went home and I ate the second half of my Caesar wrap. So okay. it was fine. And then Saturday, I went to the Dancing with the Stars live show. And let me just tell you, I'm going to that every year. Was Charlie there? No. Oh. Don't even get me started about it. She was at the show the night before. Are you kidding? In Connecticut. Rude. With Mark Ballas, her partner. Wow. And I'm obsessed with both of them. But they weren't there. That's it's okay. Obsessed. It was really... I just burped. Excuse me. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, though. And then, because it was in Atlantic City, so we stayed and, like, did um, some slot machines. We did not win any money. Mm-hmm. If we did win money, we lost it, like, right away. So, mm-hmm. um, that was so fun. And then, yeah, nothing crazy has happened this week. I'm pretty low-key right now. Like, I don't have any boyfriends right now, which is mm-hmm. sad. I need to get on it. Okay. I'm going to Philly this weekend. Spicy. So, maybe I'll, I don't know. Hopefully not. I don't really like long distance. Well, listen, when I went to Philly (laughs) to visit Chris, Mm -hmm. we had the best time. I forget what the name of the place was we went, but it, like, apparently used to be, like, a, like, strictly gay bar and club oh. but then he said like all the straights took over disgusting oh um fuck that <laughs> and we literally went and it was so much fun this guy 
was there and he was like obsessed with me and like kept trying to grind on me mm-hmm. and like it was great for like a free drink but then I was like I turned around and I was like first of all I don't like grinding like it ruins my night like let me dance with my best friend like me and Chris always like twerk on each other right. like have the time of our lives we love Chris. and then he kept trying so I turned around and I was like you're ruining my fucking night <laughs> and he was like I'm so sorry what do you need I was like another drink <laughs> <laughs> That's always the goal when you go out is like just get – I say this all the time. I'm like the goal when we go out is to just not spend any of our own money Yeah. but get fucked up. Like get drunk. And yeah. if you can do that successfully mm-hmm. by yelling at a man. I, it wasn't you. even intentional. Like I was yeah. done with him at that point. I wasn't even there for him to begin with. I was like he just won't fucking walk away. Like yeah, I kept grabbing onto Chris like he was my boyfriend yeah. and like fucking like I was literally like humping him like in the middle of the club <laughs> and nothing worked. So yeah. I was just like, all right, well like then I'm going to Use ask you. you for drinks yeah. because at this point As you're you trying to touch my ass. Like you're As making you me uncomfortable. It's either me getting kicked out because if a man disrespects me, I do cause a scene. Yes. Um, or Win a little. Yeah. And I, I loved that. That's so exciting. And I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I can literally picture this. Like, I would not put it past you yeah. to do that. That's funny. Yeah. Nice. You were clocked in. You I were was. working. I was. I haven't been out on the scene for a while. I know. Mm-hmm. One night we'll go out together. One night. I'm going to Philly on the night of the Eagles and Giants game. Oh. So I'm, like, terrified. That's going to be a... I know. Shit show, I'm but scared. it's also going to be so much fun. Yeah, I hope it's fun. I hope it's not as, like, crazy as we think it will be. It will be. Yeah, it will be, but, like, Eagles fans are crazy. Yeah. So if they lose, or if they win or lose, there will be something crazy. Yeah. Well, they'll be drinking away their sorrows or, like, celebrating yeah. in the street. Or, like, just causing a riot. Yeah. Just to cause a riot. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Stay right. tuned for that. Exactly. Follow my Instagram. You'll get live <laughs> updates. <laughs> we also have a TikTok, if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, um, on Hinge Therapy Podcast. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. I like love posting on there because it's some it's stuff that I feel like I can't post on my like actual TikTok, which I need to stop thinking that because that's exactly why like I like this that we're doing this is because like we think it's fun. Yeah. And like we don't really care if it goes any like obviously mm-hmm. it's nice if it goes somewhere and like the goal is obviously for people to listen but it's also just like fun yeah like it's a, a nice thing for us to do it is it's like therapeutic just talking back yeah. and forth and I think it's a good way for like me to see you and yeah. Alexis because I like we have such busy schedules so having yeah. like a designated day yeah. is really nice it's nice I like this a lot so yeah it's you know I'm gonna manifest that we do get famous and like yeah. make money off this i don't know about famous but i'm gonna become famous and you're gonna be with me right there so i don't know what you want me to say she's like you'll be my chauffeur but i'm gonna be famous like, don't worry we're gonna make it somehow all right i need you this is the podcast with both of us i need you yeah we're you're in it you're a ride or die right now i've realized like we're list- like people are listening and i'm like doing a dance move and you can't see but it's okay um <laughs> But if you follow our podcast, you may be able to see. Exactly. Who knows? You're right. Anyway. You're very right. So, (laughs) this week, we thought that we could talk about, you know, friendships. Because we mentioned, like, last week, like, how we went through, like, relationships and breakups. And, like, sometimes you do have friend breakups. And sometimes they are permanent. Sometimes they are temporary. But I think they're a little harder to navigate than regular relationships. Just because... You have not a rule book to heartbreak, but, you know, everyone has their process and you kind of learn through that. But when you have a friend, you don't really see an ending to it, at least in my experience. Like when you become my best friend, like you're family. Yeah. Like you're part of my family or my blood. And like it is always like a shell shock to me because mm-hmm. I pictured you in every step of life. Yeah, exactly. And especially like in your 20s, it's already like. It's exciting time because you're so young and, like, you're not in school anymore. Like, you might be, but um, it's, like, you're ex- you're kind of experiencing different things and, like, kind of discovering, like, who you are. And, you know, you want to do that with, like, your closest friends, but sometimes, like, the friends that you grew up with, like, they're not there. Like, mm-hmm. they're not the ones that are going to be there with you. So it's, it's already a hard time being in your 20s and then, like, like, adding, like, losing friends on top of it, like, makes it, like, just mm-hmm. 10 times harder. But... Again, everything happens 
for a reason, but they're just, like, really hard to, like, navigate because everything changes. Uh, yeah, I feel like 20s is, like, a huge time for, like, growing and, like, your growing period, so some people grow together, some people grow apart, and sometimes it's just for a little bit, like, I personally had a really bad falling out with someone that I was, like, best friends with about, like, a year and a half, a hair, <laughs> a year and a half ago, um, and it wasn't ugly or anything, it was just, like, like, we're done, like, yeah. we're not friends anymore, like, that's it, like, I was the one that initiated it, um, because I felt like it got very toxic, and we constantly were, like, almost like bringing each other down in a way just because the only thing we could talk about is like negative shit other people and like that's just not who I want to be like I don't want to fa- like have a foundation of a friendship off of like shitting on other people right and I started to recognize that in myself and I was like this is not who I am and I need to take a step back from this um and we didn't talk literally for almost two years at this point and then actually last month she reached out to me um, and she sent me a very long thing, basically like, I don't know where to begin, but I just wanted to say like, time has gone on for too long where we have not spoken. I just wanted to apologize for my part because about a year ago I texted her and I apologized like just for like the sudden, like just like cutting off with yeah. like little to no explanation because when I'm angry, I'm angry and I see black and I say things that are not okay. And I didn't, no matter like how upset I was with her, no one that I was like super close to deserves that treatment. No one deserves that treatment that yeah. I get when I get angry. So I was like, I'm very angry and I don't have the space to talk to you right now about it because I'm going to blow up and you don't deserve that. Yeah. And then I texted her months later and I was just like, this is everything that I felt. And I'm really sorry that um, the way I handled it and I did it wrong. And she basically said, glad you're helping yourself. And that was it. And then... A year later, she was like, that was really fucked up when you texted me. I was also in a really bad place, and we just kept missing each other. And I'm not saying we're best friends now, but just having that closure. Sometimes you need to be apart from someone to really grow as an individual. Yeah, the fact that you both were able to, like, reflect on how you both, like, handled the situation, like, it just kind of shows how much you've grown and how mature Mm -hmm. you guys are. Like, it it doesn't say, like, you guys don't care about each other. It's just what it is, like, how you both are. And as you said, like, when you guys were friends and, like, just talking shit about other people, like, who you surround yourself with is how you are. Like, you're kind mm-hmm. of, like, a, I guess a product of your environment. Or who, yeah. you are who you surround yourself with. And yeah. you don't want to be perceived as that. And, like, that represents you. So that was smart of you to, like, mm-hmm. recognize that. Yeah. Because if you didn't, it could have probably gone down a dirty, like, ugly road. Yeah. So I was in a really bad place at that time and, like, had a very unhealthy relationship with drinking, so I black out, curse everyone off. Not everyone. Um, Those who deserved. Exactly. <laughs> and still, like, that I had to really come to terms with that anger that I had inside of me because it was being displaced on other people, um, and I needed to do that separate from the friendship. Yeah, so sometimes that's... you're the one in the wrong, and sometimes that means you need to remove yourself, and sometimes there are people that are hurting you, and you have to just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. That's so hard to like, I think a lot of people don't have that like self-awareness though to like know that they're like, do what they're doing is wrong mm-hmm. or like want to be better for it. Like I feel like a lot of people just ignore problems and just kind of sweep things under the rug and like it doesn't get anywhere. It just builds and builds and builds. Like I've been in friendships where like we've just ignored the problems and like, and inside of me, like, I become so resentful, mm-hmm. and I don't like that, so I try to talk about it, I try to talk about it, but, like, it's never really received or ever really, like, worked on moving, like, forward. It's always like, okay, well, we talked about it, that's it. It's like, no, like, an apology without, like, a change of behavior is basically nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it hurts my feelings when you don't invite me, Okay. And yet, you still don't invite me. Like, what mm-hmm. is that? Just say, we, you don't want to be my friend anymore. Yeah. Rather than just, like, have me have my feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. And, like, watching your friends hang out without you on social media is probably, like, the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so high school, but, like, it hurts just the same. Mm-hmm. Like, it hurts. Like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I would definitely say your friend group, if you're listening, so sorry, but I'm not, like, was very <laughs> toxic and, like... 
from, I guess from like your friend side of it, but also just seeing how they act, like they would pick and choose when to bring you out. And like, yeah. that's just like, it's so it foreign to me because you guys were all friends and then they would just like collectively like, yeah. It's also hard because I just want to, like, I like being in a group of friends. Like, I like having people around me. I like creating plans. I like when everyone's just together. So I was always the one to be like, oh, let's have a pregame at my house. Like, everyone's invited. Or, like, And I know that, like, I would hurt, like, hate it. Like, I've been in the position where I'm not invited. Mm-hmm. So I make it a point to invite somebody, even if I don't think they'll come. Mm-hmm. Like, I make it a point to just send that text. Like, mm-hmm. how hard is it to just send a text message? And, like, if we go out all the time together or we hang out all the time together, why am I not, like, invite? Like, why am I only invited sometimes? Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I've struggled with, like, for the last like, couple of years. Just not in just my one friend group, but like I just everywhere. It's like, well, what, like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm back in high school again. Yeah. So ever since I moved home from college, like being home again with your home friends, like being graduated from college, it's such a different dynamic and like things change. And I've gone through like two friend breakups where like these people were like the closest people to me. Like one of them was like my sister and our whole friendship changed in, like, mm-hmm. just one summer. And it was, like, it hurt, like, so bad because it's, like, you were my family. Like, when mm-hmm. I am that close to somebody, like, you are my family. Like, I take you to my family vacations and family parties. Like, so it hurt. It, like, hurt. Like, we're on really good terms. Like, we're still, like, good friends. It's just never going to be, like, the way it was. Yeah. Which was hard at first to, like, comprehend and, like, get there. But I did. And, like, I'm glad that I'm like, I still have her in my life. It's just not the same. Right. So, it's so hard when the dynamic changes, though, because it's like, well, this person's coming. Can we invite this person? Mm-hmm. This person, like, it's like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, well, that's what I would, adults. I think that comes with maturity because mm-hmm. even if you aren't, like, say, say you're in a group dynamic and you don't get along with one person, like, you're not going to go out of your way to make that one person uncomfortable right. because you're mature. Yeah. But other people are like, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe we just shouldn't. When, like, if you are t- both two mature grown adults, like, you can be in the same room together and just don't have to interact. Or yeah. if you're in a circle together, it's not that big of a deal because there's five other people there. Yeah. And people make it so complicated right. when it does not need to be. Or if you're just going out to the bars. Yeah. Odds are we're just pre-gaming together. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to really hang out at the bar. Especially with, like, that with my group of friends, at least. Like, when we go out, like, we are all all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking to different guys. We're getting drinks. We're, like, getting pizza at Johnny Max. Like, it's... We're not usually all hanging out in a circle together. Mm-hmm. Which I like, but also I, I don't like. I come to be like, I just want to hang out with my friends. Like, it's mm-hmm. so hard to, like, hang out. But I'm just what I'm saying. Like, you don't... We don't need to be besties. We don't need to be buddy-buddy. Like, no. just being able to, like, coexist, I feel like, is mature. Mm-hmm. But also then it kind of tells you what your other friends think of you. It's like, well, we don't really want you here either, so we're not going to invite you. It's, like, so hard. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of people think in, like, black and white when most things are in a gray area. Like, for example, like, with me and, like, my friends, like, I don't think the people that I had falling out with are, like horrible disgusting like vile people like yeah. I could never say that about them like I was close with them for a reason like yeah they were your friends exactly for a like it's not like you're not my friend oh you're a terrible person like I see the good in you and I see why we can't be close at this time right like and some people don't understand that like you can look at it in that mindset and they just kind of shut down because they think like okay, they're not friends with them. We can't be friends with right. them. It's so, like, high schooly, like, mm-hmm. clicky. And, like, I've just... I, I had, like, a small group of friends in high school. And I liked it that way. Like, we were each other's best friends. Like, mm-hmm. we all also had, like, other friends outside of it, whatever. But at the... Like, that was my core. Um, and, like, we were friends all throughout college. And I'm still friends with, like, most of them now. But it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, like, it's so hard to, like, navigate and, like, deal with and just like the hurt that kind of comes with it mm-hmm. um I recently just like walk like not lost like she's still alive <laughs> <laughs> but it is like a living like loss because you are grieving a relationship yeah and like it sucked so like it sucks like I we've both hurt each other's feelings um and I've I've owned my part of it like I think I have like if I apologize I like 
said what I needed to say and like just like it's I'm like I don't know what else I can do for you where you hurt me so many times before Mm -hmm. and like I I introduced you to your friends now so I'm like which I don't even know we can't even go into that I don't know Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot it's like I had so I think I just had a lot of resentment towards her and like I think it was time for I think I don't think we'll never not be friends again I just think we need this time to be apart because I hurt her and she's hurt me before so I think we just like need time apart and like to kind of grow and like if we become close again that'd be great like I do miss her like I didn't intend to hurt her feelings like I just wasn't we've all made mistakes before Mm -hmm. and it's just it sucked like I never wanted to hurt her as a person like I just I don't know I felt bad but I can only do so much where it's like I don't really think what I did really deserves to be like I don't just think I deserve to be called like a fucked up disgusting person never forget the iconic line I called you disgusting because what you're doing is disgusting disgusting. like I wish I could say like yeah that's what something that was said to Danielle from her former best friend and I think screamed at me in the bar yeah which is fine I I mean like fair like I hurt you like do what you need to do like I hurt your feelings I I messed up like and you're mad like I want you to be mad at me but She's allowed to process her emotions, absolutely, but also you took accountability for what you did. How she handles it after is her decision, and I feel like that was never really reciprocated because you would confront her about how you felt months yeah. and months and months and months and oh, years yeah, before like that. Everybody around me who wasn't a part of this friend group knew, mm-hmm. like, that, knew, like, like you're saying, like I would confront her like all the time. Like mm-hmm. we always had issues. Like yeah, and she just never really like there was never really an apology on your end or change of behavior when you are willing to change your behavior to make the relationship work. So personally, for me, like you can do whatever you want, but I feel like yeah. you need to let her be the one to yeah kind of alleviate the tension and be the one to like talk to you about it. Yeah. Exactly. So, with that being said, um, we're going to also kind of dive into red flags for friendships and relationships because sometimes you don't know really what to look Okay, so I think as I am with, like, boys, I'm terrible at recognizing red flags. Um, like, I, I will see a red flag and I will be like, well, how red is it? Let's is it play, yellow? Yeah, like, let's play a game. Can it get to deep red? Is it light red? Like, what is it? So, what I've found with, friend, like, red flags and friends, I think, is just kind of trusting them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't feel like you can kind of just, like, vent, it's not, like, a safe space to vent where you mm-hmm. think that's going to be used against you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and twist yes. it into some other way. Like, that's a huge red flag. For sure. And I also kind of think when, when one person, like I've noticed this in middle school, like I just had one person that I knew who was like a friend group hopper mm-hmm. and kind of like climbed the social ladder mm-hmm. and like had one best friend one week, but then like I wasn't her friend the next week. Oh Jesus. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Like that was so apparent to me in fifth, I vividly remember this in fifth grade. Like mm-hmm. this girl was my friend one week and then I would go to school and be like, well, she'd be my friend today. Like, so that's a huge red flag because that just kind of is like, they're not stable. Like, Side what are you note, looking for? I will never forget a girl accused me of being a friend hopper because I started getting close to my now best friend, Steph. And she was like, oh, so you're just replacing me with Steph? Me and Steph have now been friends for almost 10 years. I met her when I was 16 years old and I'm 25 now. Like, no, I'm not replacing you with Steph. Steph just treats me the way that I deserve. And I have been best friends with my best friend, Chris, and Danielle. And I've been friends with my friend Katie since I was in the sixth grade. And she made fun of me because I broke my foot dancing. (laughs) And she had to carry my books. Like, my friendships run deep. Like, when I keep my friends, I keep my friends. So I'll never forget that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyways, <laughs> I think another red flag. Reese been holding on to that <laughs> for like years. That just like triggered just... something in my brain. I was like, oh, I'm not a friend. <laughs> I must say this. <laughs> I have to get it off my chest. 
But I feel, I think in friendships and relationships is if you feel like you cannot be your like true authentic self and like you can't just like chill or be like goofy or like, like it just, whatever mood you're in and you feel like you can't show it, like, and you have to almost like dull yourself down to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. If you can't like sit in silence and be like comfortable, Mm -hmm. then I like, that's a red flag, like with boys as well for me. Like, yes. (laughs) I, though, I always feel the need to talk, but, like, that's just with, (laughs) that's just with, like, boys I found, but, like, with girls, I should be able to, like, talk to you about, like, TikTok, or, like, just, I don't know. Also, like, if one of your friends, like, I, I I hate this, it's, like, when you're so excited about something, and, like, you tell someone, and they're just, like, Oh my god, yeah, when they just kind of just, they're just like, like, okay, cool. Okay. It's like, well, I was really excited about this. Like, mm-hmm. can you at least pretend to care? Because mm-hmm. then the guy, like, brings you down. It's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I going to share this with? My my mom always, like, that's my bestie. Like, she's always going to be excited for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, damn. And, like, I just like, like when my friends are supportive because I'm supportive of them. 100%. So if they don't support you and, like, don't, like, compliment you backhanded compliments yeah red oh like you if mm. they know you're insecure about something and decide to say if it looks really good that day because it does it most days yeah or like oh your hair looks really good today yeah well like what does it look like the rest of the the or like like i have gotten things like oh you actually like picked a good choice this time like excuse me it's like what do you mean yeah like also, I really, what I'd look for in a friend um, is I just want someone who's just going to call me out. Like, don't gas me up. Like, yes. if I'm doing something wrong, tell me. I probably won't listen because I need to, like, that's just me. But, like, just tell, like, I tell my friends, if they've asked me their, like, honest opinion, like, I will tell you. Absolutely. There's a difference between giving backhanded compliments and confronting someone yeah. if something is not for going their own right. Good. Or, exactly. Yeah, like... I'm not just going to be your cheerleader. I'm your friend. That means I'm going to tell you when you're doing good. And also, maybe I won't agree with you all the time, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Like, we can have a disagreement. We don't have to be, like, the same person and, like, like the same things and, like, always agree. And I'm always going to think you're right. Like, that's not really a friendship. That's that's just someone who's, like, your fan, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And something that I've noticed recently is when people – there's it's always a saying, like, people come around when good things are happening to you and want to be around you. Yes, and that's absolutely true. If people are only there for the good, don't let them into your life. But if people are only there when you're hurting, some people actually feed off of that negativity. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you're upset, they want to hear about it, and then you don't hear from them. Like they won't come to your good events. Like they right. like they seeing like when you're, you're miserable. Down. Yeah, and maybe I, they're just jealous and insecure. Well, that's the thing, and I never really thought about it like that until my mom actually told me this because I told her I was like, oh, this person was actually really there for me, like during my breakup like literally one night and she was like yeah because she fucking leeches off of you and loves when you're down she loves seeing you in a dark place because you're not a dark person yeah and I was like shit mom I should have listened to you all my life like oh my god why do we have moms (laughs) literally why do I not listen Mm -hmm. yeah I think also what is huge is um like when you are in a low place or like you're going through a breakup it really shows like who your friends are and how they deal with you at that time, like, is you have to pay attention to that. Absolutely. Because that is not them just being like, oh, going about their day. Like, if they make it a point to, like, text you or check on you, like, that's a friend. They don't need to be, like, your babysitter. But, like, if they are if they care about you and they know you're going through a hard time, they're going to check on you. Absolutely. And that's so important to have people like that. Absolutely. And, like... To have just someone that's going to do whatever you want at that, like, during that time. Like, I when I was going through my breakup, like, I needed to go out. Like, mm-hmm. I just needed to be doing something. And I had a really good friend who, like, was always down to do something with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if she didn't want to go out, like, she made it a point to be like, I'm doing this because, like, I care about you. And mm-hmm. I know you need it. So I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you need people like that. Mm-hmm. You don't need people who are going to tell you, like, you're a lot to deal with. Yes. Because that is like the most hurtful thing to me at least like and there's a there's a way to communicate that you don't have the space for something that day 
literally all you have to say to someone like I will beat this into people's brains like is I am so sorry I don't have the space for this today I have a lot going on I will get back to you as soon as I can yeah just be like I hear you I like respect what you're saying but I'm not in a place where I can like take that in right now. right like your feelings are valid but I need to I'm go like I you don't even have to explain what you're going through or if you just don't feel like talking about something cool that's fine but just just don't ignore and don't be mean about it because your friends are already going through something like they don't need they don't need to like have oh well like because I know for me at least like I did feel like I was a lot to those around me Mm -hmm. like I did feel like too much and that Mm -hmm. I didn't I couldn't talk to anybody about it because I already, like, talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. So when, like, one of my closest friends was like, well, you're a lot, like, that just re, like, validated the voice inside my head, like, oh, you are too much. Like, do not talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it fucks with you because it's like, well, if I can't talk about it with the people closest to me, like, who can I talk about this with? I agree. When I went through my breakup, I literally, like... I felt like I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself because everything that I did, I woke up and I thought about his mood. I hope that he was okay. I went to his house. I fucking, I would do anything for him. So when I woke up and I was like, oh, I have to do things for me. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I appreciated my friends that stepped up mm-hmm. so fucking much. Like, even you and Alexis, like, mm-hmm. like we could go months without talking. And like, the second I got told you guys that me and him broke up you guys were like oh my god are you okay what do you need and I was literally here like multiple times a week and like my best friend Danielle literally I texted her and I was like I'm breaking up with him today she showed up at my house yeah like and my other best friend Steph literally I was texting her she was at work she left work didn't tell me what she was doing bought me ice cream wine and eucalyptus and brought it to my house and I literally just started hysterically crying and that's above and beyond and I have to say I'm very thankful for the friends that I do have um but literally just the little texts that I would get like just checking on me like even if I was doing good like made me feel so thankful and like grateful for the people in my life and they really are the reason like I am so okay right now yeah yeah you 100% like in the summer when I was really going through it like when you were at my house and we were like just hanging out by the pool and like (laughs) you and Alexis both knew like I was like I just like I was fine and then like one minute I was just not okay like, what can we do? What can we do? Like, we got to get you out of this. Like, we got to get you. And you guys were just down to go to Johnny Max with me on our Sunday during the day. I knew it was going to happen. So I put, I didn't wear any makeup to their house, but I brought eyelashes and eyelash glue in my bag. That's all I brought with me and my license. She's so dead. I was ready to go. I went into the, to the bar in a bathing suit. Like, yeah, it's... and it gave you like a top. I was like, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like, you just need people around you that will literally like, they want you to be happy. Like, no one wants their friend like, severely upset like Mm -hmm. when I was like definitely like not okay when we first broke up um my one friend like Brie my other Mm -hmm. our other Brie yeah she was away and like she's like my best friend like she's there for me all the time and she would send me like little messages like throughout the day like she was reading something that like related to me and my friend Amy like god bless her she has she's been with me now for like two breakups and um like this one she was like when she saw me for the first time after she was like oh my god like I've never seen you like this like mm-hmm. I'm like concerned about you mm-hmm. so she every because she doesn't live here she was like an hour away she every morning would send me like an Instagram post with like little motivational quotes and like just always checking in on me and like even though mm-hmm. she's not here physically like she's letting me know she's there for me like throughout like the day like on her phone and stuff so that was really nice and like it just kind of shows you like who your friends are and Mm-hmm. that's really like listen when someone shows you who they are listen absolutely <laughs> when someone shows their true colors do not ignore it and just be like oh this is just a phase when you've been friends with someone for years yes maybe they could be going through a hard time like check in on them and see if they're good but if you just are getting to know someone when they show you who they are listen yeah like i'm down to like make new friends and you know, kind of have, like, social friends, like, acquaintances, like, people you can grab drinks with, but it's hard for me to, like, have, like, really good friends where it's, like, I can, like, trust you and, like, know Mm -hmm. that you're gonna be there for me, but again, like, you're 20, like, you're in your 20s, and it's, like, all about, you know, learning who you are and, like, learning who you want around you, and it's a very difficult process. It is. 
Another thing, your sister mentioned this before we started, was Um, like another red flag was if you have people around you that mold their personality to whoever they're with. And I think that kind of has to do with the friend hopper too. Like they will like, and it's sad really because I feel like it's just someone that's severely insecure. insecure. But with that being said, they do try, I think, to bring you down with them. And when they no longer can match your personality, it gets a little vicious. So just be on the lookout for that. If they magically like the thing that you like the next day, a little sketchy. Yeah. Also, I feel like if, like, someone's jealous of you, but, like, you, obviously, you're never going to be like, oh, my God, someone's jealous of me. Like, unless you're, like, super confident, like, Mm -hmm. really self-absorbed. But sometimes, like, when... I don't know. Like, I feel like since if you're, like, always, like, making plans and, like, you're kind of that person in the group, like, okay, I'll have this here. Like, let's do this, this, and that. But when the one person, like, someone else makes the plan and, like, doesn't include you, like, that's a red flag. That means, like, Mm -hmm. well, what, like, what do you mean? Like, (laughs) why can't I come? Don't take it as if they don't like you. I just think that maybe they're just, they don't want you around because they're jealous of you. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you make them insecure. Like, they see a part of themselves that they want in you. And, like that kind of turns people away Absolutely. rather than like it letting it like build them mm-hmm. you know what I mean rather than it like doing a positive it kind of does like the reverse it like does a negative mm-hmm. but I don't even know no I agree I think that it's very hard I think because I think our generation is really trying to unlearn like women pitting against women um but it's so internalized in us so a lot of people still like they see like a strong or like a confident or a self-assured woman and they're very like oh my god no a person that like has a big personality and like knows who they are terrifying so they don't want to be around it and they just don't know how to respond and I think even when I was younger I went through that where like People, I was like, oh my God, they're so cool. Like, yeah. whatever. And now I'm like, I want to surround myself with those kind of women because I learned so much from them. I have such positive relationships with them. My best friend, Steph, when I first met her, intimidated the shit out of me. I didn't talk to her for six months. <laughs> like she, And then she came up to me one day and she's like, do you want to get Starbucks sometime? And I was like, uh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, because yeah. she was just so like... I always, like, tell her how much I admire her because she's such a strong and confident person and, like, she is who she is and she makes no apologies for it. And, like, I really try to be that way, too. And when I was younger, though, she was, like, two or three years older than me and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. I'm learning from her. She's like, my mom. Yeah. But now, like... Mommy, you stored me. You look like mommy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that it's just something that we also have to unlearn as women. Yeah, I was super intimidated by my friend Brie when I first met her um we worked together and she was older than me I don't even think she knows that I was <laughs> I still am like she is I'm so like crying. she I don't know I always tell her like I'm like I look up to you like you're so like sure of yourself and like that's what I want like I want to be as self-aware as like some like you know mm-hmm. she is and like I want to like be that in tune with like my mental health or like people around me and what I need at that time like so like I, I love hanging out with her and I love talking to her because a we have like the same weird ass sense of humor mm-hmm. you know I mean we're all like very weird <laughs> we are so weird we're so weird we're all together it's oh my god scary. it's insane like people don't want to be around us like at all and it's like fair because we're yeah. fucking annoying like weird like I get it it's fine yeah. but and it, but that also makes it like when you're in it though like it makes it like oh like people like get it like finally mm-hmm. like it's clicking like I'm around people that are like my people like mm-hmm. they get this like I feel at home here like yes and that's so important yes I agree when pe- pe- a green flag when someone feels like home yeah let's talk about green flags yeah well first in relationships I will say when someone if you've been in a toxic home environment when someone feels like home sometimes that is a red flag for me personally I had a very um spicy tasteful colorful childhood so when I feel (laughs) like a man not I when a man does not make me feel safe I feel at home and that is something that I had to learn and be like okay like home is supposed to feel like how my friends make me feel not how my childhood made me feel 
And that's something I'm learning through the process of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think friends are a great indicator for that because when you find your people and they feel like just warm and like exciting and like you don't have another care in the world because you're so present. When someone makes you feel so present in your space, I think yeah. that's such a green flag. I think for me, a, a huge green flag with like guys or just like friends is someone who like makes me laugh. Like yes. I love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just a silly, goofy gal. <laughs> I just, that's such a green flag to me. And, or when like someone uses the same terminology as me, like when I started working at the place I work at now, the girl I was working with said girly pop one day and I got so excited. I texted Brie and I was like, this girl, she just said girly pop. Like, oh my God. <laughs> she goes, she's one of us. I'm like, she's one of us. And like, we got along like really well. That's, we're not yeah. like best friends, but like I, I knew she gets it. Mm-hmm. Like she's one of me. Like, Absolutely. And we were talking about like, um like signs and stuff like she's mm-hmm. a Virgo so we're like talking about that like I'm like oh you would get along really well with both of my friend friends <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. so if you have like a lot of like obviously common interests like is obviously a good sign yeah absolutely I think you learn the green flags as you go and I think something very important is not asking someone to do something and them just doing it your people are not mind readers and they don't know what you need but they know how to treat a person properly yeah so i think that's a green flag when like you don't feel good and someone like orders you food or like just drops off advil or like just checks on you stop i would love that like i've never had like someone that cared that much yeah a boy basically i've had one not my ex. I was ex. like, I was that person for my ex. Same. Like, I, you don't Same. even know how many times I brought like Advil, a banana, food, like mm-hmm. because he was hungry or like mm-hmm. that he had a tough day. Like, and I would color pictures like at work and mm-hmm. I would give it to him. Mm-hmm. I'm such a child. I love it. But it was like me. But it's the little things like that. Like I don't need like big fancy no. fucking like yachts or anything. I mean, yeah, that'd be fucking great. Yeah, that'd be great. But like. <laughs> Little things, like, if you... Not even buy me flowers, because sometimes flowers make me sad when they die, because I'm fucking weird. I can buy myself flowers. Like, I do like flowers every once in a while, but, like, if you buy me, like... Like, my ex, like, he did do something really nice. I told him that I, like, it made me sad when flowers died. So, on our first date, he bought me, like, a wooden rose. Like, that was cute. But then he never bought me anything again. So, I mean, how... Like, that's the thing. Repeated behavior is also a green flag. Yeah. My ex bought me M&M's one time and I like almost cried because I thought that was so nice. The bar is so low. <laughs> my sister was like, the bar is so low. So low. I'm like, no, but like you don't get it. He went back to the store because he... <laughs> oh God, he had to buy five <laughs> minutes to get fucking M&M's that are at every fucking convenience store in America. <laughs> well, I had gone, in my defense, I had gone from my first boyfriend in college who literally didn't like... I will always care like respect him but honestly I think he knows this like he never did anything for me yeah that might be being dramatic but I can't really think of anything at the top of my head that he did do for me and that I was like oh my god that's so nice maybe take care of me when I was like super hungover but like also reminded me that like you were an idiot last night like you were like super drunk it's like shut up I already know like I'm hungover like leave me alone (laughs) so I think yeah like repeated behaviors like not just doing something once is definitely something big like even like in friendships like years later like making friend dates like me and my friend Aww, danielle friend dates are we, so cute. not this Danielle. i keep saying danielle <laughs> my friend not me <laughs> me and my friend danielle like we'll like when it's like fall we both love halloween like we'll make trips to like go to some town we've never been before that's like halloween so like just making things exciting yeah and trying new things yeah and like making a thing out of it like mm-hmm. just making time to like hang out and stuff. Romanticize your life together. Literally, yeah. I will I now romanticize everything in my life. Love that. I'm making my bed and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm in a movie. <laughs> like this is like the peak. Like this is her climax. Like not like orgasming, but like the movie, like, you know, like the we peak of it. Like when she's getting her shit together. Like it makes your day so much better. So romanticize everything. Everything in your life. <laughs> Washing the dishes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm a housewife girl. Yeah. Just like manifest you like being like really rich and like like watching your maid do it one day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And hyping I, them up. Be like, yes, queen. Yeah. 
<laughs> wipe that dish. Another like green flag for me is sending TikToks that like <laughs> if I don't think the TikToks you send me are funny. Yeah. Like mm. yeah. or like I love when my friends send or guys if you want to send me a TikTok, that's fine. <laughs> but I love when my friends like send me a TikTok that they're like, oh, this made me think of you. Or like, this is something you would do. Or like, mm-hmm. that means that they get me. Yes. And like, that's really important to me. It's like literally like the underlying issues. I mean, issues, like the underlining like reasons, mm-hmm. like why I think it's like important. Yeah. Just It's so simple, but it can, it just, nowadays everything's so complicated. Yes. And like, just mean love shouldn't feel hurtful (laughs) love shouldn't be mean love within a friendship or a relationship yes you go through things yes you grow together yes it hurts and there's growing pains yeah but realistically love should feel easy right let's spice things up a little bit i'm gonna ask you a question what do you think how do you think one of my friends asked me to (laughs) talk about this how do you like what should guys do to like approach a girl at a bar Ooh, i know right like i love this this question okay one like don't be weird like don't be not weird i like weird like if you're a weird guy i'm a weird gal (laughs) but like don't be creepy like don't say hey mamas oof ew (laughs) you know how many times I've i've been called mamas I'm like, excuse me, I have no children. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I plan to keep it that way for a very long time. Except your cats, your cats. Yeah, my cats are my children. So yeah. I am the mamas, but yeah. don't call me mamas. <laughs> um, kind of just like come up, be confident, be yourself, be nice to my friends. Oh, 100%. If you Include my friends in the conversation, but mainly focus on me. <laughs> absolutely. Make sure I'm your focal point, but like don't be a shit person to my friends or act like they're not there. Try to pull me away from them. Just kind of... You know, if you have friends, bring them over. Like, make it, it like... It better be nice, though. Exactly. You don't know how many times I got into a situation where, like, the guy is great, but his friend sucks or and it ruins it. Your friends are a representation of you. So if yeah. you're with shit people, I'm not going to trust the person you're presenting as. I, yeah. I think... Um, I think that maybe if a guy wants to go up to a girl, I think that you should just compliment her, but not on something like... You know, you're really pretty. Like something meaningful. Like yes. one time, someone told me I had nice teeth, and like I thought of, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I love that. Like I was like, oh my god, like that is so nice. Like yeah, just say like, oh my god, I love your smile. Something and that can just and then and I'm still thinking about one time this guy wasn't even hitting on me. He was just like, I really like your outfit. Like I like your style and. That, that made my whole. I'm sure it, it made did. my whole That's night. That's so nice. I'm still thinking about it. No, again. that is really nice. Things that stand out to me rather than like, oh, you look so hot tonight. Like, bruh. Yeah. Thank you. Like, like that was ooh, the whole you're goal. Bad. Okay. You're like, oh, and what about it? What you want to see the bad side because you can. <laughs> like, thanks. I don't know what to tell. You. Like, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think compliments like that, or even, my sister taught me this when we were at headliner one time. And I was, like, really striking out with boys. Because, you know, I just put myself out there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ugh, I'm so tired of this. So I just send him a shot. Like, this guy across yes. the bar sent him a shot. And it worked. Yes. So I think the slyest way for a guy to, like, get a girl's attention is send her a shot. And, like, you're across the bar and just make sure, you know, the bartender obviously says, oh, it's from him over there. And, like smile and wave and then yes. approach her like i love that. oh that would like make me melt i i love that idea and i love the compliments like tasteful compliments yeah. like a lot of people do come up to me and say you have nice eyes because i have blue eyes and like people are like oh i'm sure you hear that all the time stop saying that be confident in your compliment because i do get it a decent amount when people come up to me but i like hearing that because it's not sleazy yeah. and it's not grimy so yeah. i'd rather you compliment my eyes or my smile or yeah. Like, I don't know, like this guy came up to me recently and he was like, yo, your hair's so dope. I was like, I love that. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like, that's so nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, um, what was I going to say? I literally forgot. Um, (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, tell like a corny little joke. Mm -hmm. I am a sucker for corny jokes. Like, 
we could sit there and be sarcastic to each other like all day long and like really build some sexual tension. Absolutely. <laughs> I love jokes, especially when I'm out. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. Silly, goofy mood. I'm so, never serious. No. Like 80% of the time. Yeah. If it gets too serious, <sighs> I get, I'd rather save serious conversations for like a date. A date. Absolutely. And ask before you leave the club, do not text me and ask me out. And a text, like, make plans with me before you leave because that shows initiative, and I find that very attractive. Yeah, and, like, also make sure you get the number, not Snapchat, not Instagram. Yes. Make sure you get the phone number. Yeah, if you ask me for my Snapchat or... Oh, like, you're done. If you ask DM me for your Snapchat, me, you're 18. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, we're never talking again. Like, it's just... We're done. Yeah, like, you... I'll give you the wrong Snapchat. Yeah. Like, sorry. No. Like, you need to ask me for my number like an adult. And if I... Like, this is a good sign. Like, if a girl gives you their Instagram or Snapchat, they... They don't fuck with you. No. I just don't want to be No, they just want an Instagram follower. Yeah. (laughs) Literally me when I met, um, what's his face, Crouton, or last week. I'm crying, Crouton. (laughs) When I met him out, I gave him my Instagram because I was like, I don't want, I don't really like giving my number out unless I like, you really made an impact on me. Like I would have given the guy who complimented my outfit my number. Yeah. Pretty sure he was gay, but I would have given him my number. There you go. Hit me up anytime you want, baby. Anytime. Anytime. I'm ready for you. Because I, you made an imprint on and my I life. Love that. Never and forget. On my heart. Oh, on my heart. Emotional. <laughs> Trigger warning. Emotional. <laughs> Don't listen. It's emotional. Oh god. I feel like we've been much more hinged on this episode. Yeah, so I feel we like we get... gotta get into the unhinged. Part. Oh, 100%. So to close up, I feel like we should share like some spicy stories from like the club just to like remind you guys how unstable we are. Yeah. I have so I don't know, you start. You do one first. Oh god. I feel like I should talk about so we've talked about homie hopping. Um I actually so I'll start from the very beginning of the night. So <laughs> I was out. Was this a headliner? Yeah. yeah. So just to preface, I didn't even plan on going out this night. Okay. I was out to dinner, I think, for my uncle's birthday. <laughs> and Danielle's sister texted me and was like, we're going to headliner. And I was like, okay, I'm there. Like, I'm already a little tipsy from having some wine with the fam. I'm literally... I don't think I don't think I drove my ass there. There's no way I drove I my ass there. I think I Ubered my ass there. And I showed up. And Danielle, you were upset that night. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why. I think because of um Pimp. <laughs> um, oh, Pimp. So you were like, I'm really upset. And I was like, all right, pick out any guy in the bar. Was this my birthday? It might have been because of the, literally, this is why I was upset, because three days before, I met Johnny Max, and and I paid his bill, because his bill, his card got declined, and then I'm the, I'm a C-U-N-T, and I'm the worst thing that's ever happened, and he's screaming in my face outside of Johnny Max. Fast forward to my birthday, this is when we're out, and I'm upset with him, because he's there, and he didn't even come up and say hi to me. And then you ended up talking to him that night, right? Okay, yeah. It's the the same (laughs) night, it's the same night, because... I was like, Danielle, any guy you bar- want in the bar, I'll go get him right now. Like, that was our thing. Like, when we were all single, we would be like, all right, which one do you want? Yeah, like, yeah. We, <laughs> we would go up to them and, like, wing women. The thing is about me and Brie, we will go up to anybody. I have no filter. No chill. No, like, shame, nothing. No. So Danielle picked out this guy. So I walked up to him, and I was like, my friend thinks you're cute. And he was like, oh, yeah, who is she? And I, like, brought him over. And, like, you guys talked for a minute, and then you, like, walked yeah. away. Yeah. Like, you were not into it. I had to go over to Pim. So she I had went, to go be fucking toxic and Yeah, crazy. so she went to go be toxic, and then he came up to me, and he was like, I like you. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and then I was like, no, like, you're talking to Danielle. And he was like, she literally is I'm literally else. making out with somebody else. And I was else. like, get away from me. So I met this. I was just getting drinks at the bar with my friend that was also there. And this guy came up to me, and I was very intoxicated at this point. I don't remember, like, much of our conversations at this point. It was years ago. Um, But he, like, got my number, everything, and I walked away from him, and I went back to our table, and the guy that I brought to you was still standing there, and he was like, oh, you found someone else? And I was like, Mm. I'm not really like that. Like, 
I really like, I, I don't know how it happened. Like I'm drinking and then we started talking, like just talking like friendly. And I was like, oh, he's actually like really like, nice. <laughs> so then I started talking to him and the guy that like I was with before him kept messaging me on Instagram, kept calling me and I didn't have my phone out because I was chit chatting. Like I was like falling in love and <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting married right now. Yeah. Like, and then he came up to me like the other guy and literally tried to knock out the guy I was talking to. We'll call the guy that I was talking to Army. 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 Yes. Um, he tried to knock out Army. So Army's cousin knocked him straight in the face and knocked him on the ground. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, like I've always pictured two men fighting over me as a joke. But I was like, this has gone way too far. <laughs> this is so, a dream come true. So then his cousin doesn't even get kicked out. The guy that came and approached us that like, was knocked out on the floor sleeping got kicked out. So I'm just hanging out with him, his cousin, his friend. We're all vibing. Like, we're having a great time. And they're like, oh, we're having an after party at, like, our hotel. You want to come? My friend Justin said he was going. My other friend said he was going. So I was like, yeah, I'll come. I get in the... I start to walk out a headliner with... I have no idea where any of my friends are. (laughs) No, I don't know where Danielle is. Don't know where her sister is. Have no idea where anyone is, okay? Mind you. No idea. So I, I started I leaving, I probably, yeah. I was leaving the club with Army. The man <laughs> that I was talking to at the beginning of the night has a fucking video recording <gasps> on with Flash <laughs> and holding Army's hand and he's recording me like the fucking paparazzi and he goes, yeah, you fucking whore, you're going to fucking see this all over the internet. Oh and yeah, I was you're like, going to go viral. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, all right, TMZ, you're like, no <laughs> pictures, please. Like, am I going viral? Like, oh my god, let me flip my hair. Like, hey. <laughs> so I just get in the car with them and somehow. Get ready got- with me to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. The two guys got each other's numbers. They're best friends now. So the army <laughs> and the guy that's paparazzi were fucking on the phone, like, yeah, pull up, we'll fight, we'll fight. <laughs> So then I get a text from Danielle's sister, Alexis, and she's like, I'm at this house right now. And this guy just came in on FaceTime, ripped his shirt off and was like, I'm going to this fucking hotel to fight this motherfucker. And I was like, you're like, no, Alexis, there's no fucking way. I was like, he's coming to fart, fight my new fart. (laughs) He's coming to fight my new boyfriend. (laughs) My new husband. Like what the fuck? We just got married. And she was like, no way. She was like, I just came here. I didn't realize it was a college house. So I'm just hanging out with the boys in this hotel. He didn't come to fight because, mind you, this man was like 5'3 and white. Like, the paparazzi guy. And the guy I'm with is like bulky, like light-skinned. He's going to the army. He's He's going to the army a few days later. Um, (laughs) That's another story. That's another story for another day. But in conclusion, that was probably... (laughs) I wasn't even... Like, I was the drama, but like, it stopped because I was like, please leave me alone. Like, I found my husband. And he just didn't, he just wanted to take pictures of me, post them on the internet. He blew up my phone. (laughs) I don't even know what happened after that. Um, But army man went to the army. Um, He hit me up actually last month. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He keeps asking me to FaceTime and I'm like, bro, like you live in Texas. I thought he has like a girlfriend now. No, he told me they broke up years ago. It's true. I looked at her Instagram. But yeah, that's okay. my unhinged story. It was probably one of the wildest nights of oh my, my life. Oh my god, that like literally made me think of my headliner days and like so they're so chaotic. So just, chaotic. I don't know if I can share any of them yet because they're just like I basic like I was literally talking about this with Brie before we started recording. I was like, a lot of my stories are just like men yelling at me and like getting kicked out of the bar. But this one I think I'll just tell this one. Um <laughs> like last year. <laughs> so like last year I had my friend Amy come down who lives in North Jersey so it's like an hour away I had her come down and spend the weekend with me and me and all my friends were going out um it was like the week after my birthday mm-hmm. so like we had already celebrated my birthday but I was like oh we're celebrating my birthday again obviously because I love my birthday of course and so we all going out and um Amy and Brie were staying at my, not you Brie the other yeah. friend were staying at my house and, um, so like, obviously that like, they need to go home with me and, um, we were at the bar and like, these two are not from around here. So like, they don't know any of the people that like I'm referring to, like, oh, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so, like they're friends with so-and-so and they're like, I don't know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
<laughs> I introduced Amy, I think, to one of them. Um, I'll call him Socks. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just going to call him Socks. And um, I was, like, talking to Socks all night, and I was plotting for weeks that I was, like, going to hook up with him. Like, I was, like, I'm going home with him. Like, I'm doing it. So not my type. Like, no. he's white and, you know, he's white. There you go. Like, Can this- we preface that he was, can I say, yeah. he was a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. <laughs> a white Stop. SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> he just got me into so much, like, trouble, though. Like, this is, like, this is, like, I like I should have known this oh. night, like moving forward, like I would, like it's not a good idea. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and I had been planning for weeks. I was so excited, and I was like, oh my god, like I'm, I'm really hitting it off on him tonight. Tonight I think is the night. Like tonight's the night, whatever. So like I don't know where Bree and Amy had gone. I don't know where any of my friends were, but I was going home with this man and his friends in a taxi. And that's, that was what I was doing. Cabs and here. Yeah. The cabs were here <laughs> and Amy was with me, but then I think someone pissed her off in the cab and she got out. Wait, this has happened with me and Amy before too. But yeah. anyways. <laughs> this has happened multiple times. <laughs> but not with the same guy, right? No, completely different. Okay, night. we'll talk about, th- I don't know what you're talking about, so we'll talk about that after. But, um, and I was like, no, I'm going. So like the door shut, whatever. And, um, like... So I go home with Socks and his friends. Yeah. And it's the most bizarre night ever. Like, him and his friend are rapping to me, like, singing to me. And, like, then there's someone in the kitchen, this Russian woman, like, heating up chicken nuggets. (laughs) Like, it was crazy. So long story short, like, we do whatever. And then in the morning, I'm, like, laying there. And I, I don't know where my phone is. I don't know where anything is. Like, I just woke up. Like, I don't know what time it is. I don't really... I know where I am, obviously. But, like, I don't know where my phone is. The girls were concerned. The girls were <laughs> concerned. So, I heard about it. Yeah. So, I was fucking laying there, right? And I hear these... I hear the door... Like, someone knocking on the door, like, in, of the apartment. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's weird. Like, why would his friends come this early? And it's, like, two girl voices. And I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, how dare you have two girls over like I'm here like what the fuck I go who is that he's like I don't know I'm like listening and I'm like oh my god those are my friends <laughs> they were my friends and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and then I'm like I open the door I go what the fuck are you doing here They're like Danielle your mom is worried sick you're not answering anyone we didn't know where you were like we don't even know this guy and I was like this is sucks and I'm like, you have to get out of here, get out of here right now. Like, no, we're not leaving without you. Like, you need to come with us. It's almost 12. I'm like, it's almost 12? Yeah. And we had my sister's, like, birthday brunch yes. in an hour. And I'm like, my hair's a rat's nest. I don't know where my clothes are. I don't know where my phone is. So I'm like, all right, let me get my phone. And I shut the door. I'm like, you have to find my phone. Like, I'm freaking out. He ends up finding my phone. It's like at the end of the bed. How I got there, I have literally no idea. Like, must have been a crazy night, I guess. So... I got my stuff together, and they, they're telling me that they ha- they went through the ac- apartment complex, like, knocking on everyone's yes. door, like, have you seen this guy? And they have the most unhinged picture of him. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, have you seen this guy? Like, he went home with my friend last night, and we don't know where she is. She's not answering. And, like, they're, they scarred this poor old woman who lives here. It was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know where your friend is. Like, and then somehow got into the right building and went upstairs. And the girls were like, no, 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 he lives um, down there. So that's how they got in. And I literally never heard the end of it, like, from my family, like, from my sister. From it, They were like, we were worried we, sick about you. We had a search party AM. I was in Howell, and I heard about it. They are like, have you heard from Danielle? Where is she? And I'm like... I don't know. I'm this was like th- this was like the start of my like unhinged era because all everything that I did that was like so crazy had to do with him. Yes. Like Halloween weekend, I left the bar early, went to his apartment because he was telling me to come over and this motherfucker fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I was locked out and it was raining. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking mad. Holiday's my uh, holiday. <laughs> I keep fucking up this episode. I'm just getting so excited. <laughs> Halloween's my favorite holiday. If a man ever did that to me, it happened to me once. Um, I stayed home and he told me he was going to come spend Halloween with me and he did not. Um, never again. Nope. Never will sacrifice Halloween for a man again. Nope. Favorite holiday. Catch me on the streets every year. If I'm married, if I have children, I will be out She's and on about. The streets. Yeah. So. What was the story you're thinking about? It's a very long story. We're not going to get into detail. We'll save that for another episode. But me, Alexis, and Amy... I don't know where you were. Because Amy was in the car with us. Oh, 
and it was the next night I went back to Sox's. Yes. Yeah. It was, oh, yes. So yeah, it was Alexis's back. birthday. Yeah. And, you know, two for one special. Danielle and Alexis have this, a birthday in the same week. Yeah. So we were all in a car together going back to, like, this, like, big house. Amy's, we had to pull over because Amy's fucking puking out of the car. Like, this random man's car that we've never met in our lives. Puking. And then we get to the house and she's like, guys, I got Uber. She's like, first of all, these men are fucking annoying. Yeah. And I was like, fair. Like, yes. And then she was like... Pew, pew, everywhere not like in their house but like I felt so bad for her she was literally like rolling down the stairs like yeah. n- I don't know if she was but like in my head she was like <laughs> poor she girl. was unwell and then she just disappeared like I don't even know what happened um, oh that I literally know because I got into like this has happened with me and Amy so many times because of socks like the following week we were supposed to have a girls night me Brie and um, our other friend and Amy and we obviously end up at Johnny Max and I obviously go home with him and like they were so mad at me because this was like the second time I left them sleeping at my house without me without telling them I was leaving yeah they were so mad at me in the morning we went day drinking and I was just everyone was mad at me yeah I'm like I'm sorry like what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> I'm getting some right now like damn let me be all for a SoundCloud rapper dude it was not worth it like it was not worth it. everyone was like why are you keep going back I'm like I don't really know we have fun. Like, he was funny. Like, he was fun. But he's, you know, he's, he is who he is, he is. Yes. You know. But yeah, I'll tell the rest of that story next episode. That is a, that's a crazy story. Yeah, me and Alexis. <laughs> you guys have the craziest stuff, though. We need Alexis to come on one yeah. week with me so we could just, like, have, like, an episode of, like, all the crazy shit that we've done because it's actually, like, scary. Like, me and Alexis met when we were in both, like, crazy party vibes and now we're both, like... Alexis super is like chill book alexa's wiped up and i'm just a hermit so well, we like, need to get you out of your hermit uh, phase i love no you don't do what anything? are we gonna do we can't we have to like um give the people what they want i just want prince charming to knock on my front door yeah as much as we all want that <laughs> i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> well anyways yeah this was fun this was i love this catch us again next time yeah i don't know what we're gonna be talking about next week maybe Ooh. we'll get into a little bit of freakiness Ooh. Ooh. yes i think that's a good idea yeah because we bu- we get places we've done Ooh, okay now how we've ended up in these situations yeah what not to do what yes. to do yeah specifically yes we'd want to set you up for success not for failure absolutely so so we'll see. We're your big sisters. Um. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> mommy. <laughs> Stormy baby. You look you like, like mommy. mommy. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> should we scat? Should we should get it out that? Scooby out of here, baby. Thank you for listening to Unhinged Therapy.